everybody. Welcome to Tapes, 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 a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Our, who are we? Well, I'm one of them, Evan William Crockett, and this is my <coughs> oh. other, oh, there he is. I'm Josh. <laughs> Josh. Choking on Sour Patch Kids. As one does. Well, like we said, this is a podcast about old movies from our childhood. Josh and I are childhood best friends. We've been best friends for probably too long, a lot of people say. You know what? No, we got we got a long ways to go. I know we always say it's been too long, but I want more. I think we should have had more by we this can, point. We can do more damage? Yeah. Okay. Come okay. on. Sky's the limit. <laughs> Shoot for the moon. Even if you miss... You'll... God, I hate that yeah. expression. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, anyway, we watch movies from our childhood, <laughs> and then we review them. We rate them for your pleasure and for your entertainment. At the end of the episode, these movies get a rating of either Be Kind and Rewind or Eject and Reject, denoting whether they're worth your time or whether they're simply a wreck. Oh, my God. <laughs> It sounded like you just walked, got up and walked away. It's like, oh my God. Like, I've done you my so part. disgusted with your own yeah, intro. Was... I know we're only a couple episodes into the season, but it's really funny watching you get back on the horse. Well, it's, it's different every time because, I mean, especially now, pull back the curtain. Welcome, everybody. We have a guest yet again. Welcome to the show, Cody Reese. Hey, oh my god, it's such a pleasure to be here, everybody. Hey, how's it going? Oh, boy, howdy. <laughs> boy, howdy. I just want to say, amazing intro oh, overall. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, wow, you heard that? I heard it, yeah. That was it's embarrassing. Oh, no, Damn very, it. I thought it was, I thought it was a great. Josh, very, I told um, you to oh, keep you. him in the very green good. room. Uh, yeah, well, you know. There's a lot. There's a lot of green rooms in here. I'm also colorblind, so I'm not sure which one is which. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow, well, Cody. A colorblind thank you very much. Welcome to the podcast. Um, do you want to? Do you want to give the folks just a quick thirty seconds about yourself? How how you know us? Sure. Yes. Absolutely. So uh, my name is Cody um, Harrison Reese. Uh, I'm currently living in Brooklyn, New York. Um, I uh, I do comedy, and I also work in the worlds of, of uh, food, um, and kind of the intersection of those two. Um, and I know Joshua because we met in Chicago when I was helping run a video network for the now uh, dead now uh, dead and deceased uh, IO theater in Chicago. Oh yeah, that's they're, right. They're, that Facebook page for IO comedy is still up though. Yeah, my God. I mean, what a weird time. <laughs> but uh, hey, wait. Do you remember when we thought that Facebook was going to be the end all be all for uh, like comedy in short form? I certainly do remember thinking that, <laughs> and I bet I bet Quinn Wilson uh, is just he always thought I was wrong, and I was wrong, and I, I can admit when I'm wrong. <laughs> um, I I bought into it. I thought I thought we were on the right track. Well, it but, seemed like it at the yeah. time. My God. But anyways, that's kind of my my spiel. I've never met you, Evan, but it seems like we're getting along pretty well, uh, which yeah. I'm stoked about. Definitely. Uh, no, I I can I can feel that I, as well. I I mean I liked. Um, oh, they're coming for you. Um, I liked IO comedy. I liked all those Facebook videos Aww. and stuff. I, I think Thanks. I still that's might sweet. like the page. Like I've probably seen you in things there without my even like knowing it. 
it's great to have you, Cody. Thank you again for coming. I'm so happy to be here. Thank do you. Thank you so much for inviting do me. Do you want to tell the fine folks what we watched this week on Tapes, Tapes, Tapes? Absolutely. Yes. This week on Tapes, 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 we watched a one a once in a lifetime flick starring Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber and Bruce Willis as Doctor McLean. <laughs> <laughs> And a couple other folks as the cop <laughs> and the blonde terrorist in Die Hard One. Die Hard One. <laughs> wow, this really like I feel like I've been doing a shit yeah. job of introducing these movies. I just say Die Hard, but man, it sounds a lot better when you put some flair into it. Oh uh, well, yeah. I, I don't even. I don't even have anything else to do. I mean, you 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 mean you ruined. It and Alan Rickman got top billing in that too. Alan yeah, Rickman well, did get top billing. That's that's kind of impressive. Alan Rickman was actually the reason why I watched that movie. Oh, really? Um, that why I chose it. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, I've let's wa- let's let's Sorry, let's ahead, get into your. We'll, we'll get into your childhood because I am very curious. That's always the next step is to get into like your childhood experience with this movie. But mm. Josh, do you want to hit him with a synopsis of Die Hard from 1988? Okay. Yes. Leaving room for editing because I don't have it. I'm I'm pulling it up right now, but I was so ready Cody, with it yesterday. Once again, and I was so proud of myself. To every <laughs> single week, he eats loud oh my foods. God. I'm never prepared. <laughs> he is, never has the synopsis. Prepared. Just like an asshole, Bugs Bunny. Okay, Die Hard. Okay. Here we go. But we so we're not going to listen to me beautiful. pull up. John McClane has got one day I, uh, to oh prove my God, what he wants. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I could probably do it, yeah. You could just make it up? John McClane is on his way to what he thinks is an ordinary Christmas party. A reunite, a reunitation <laughs> with his ex-wife. But what he doesn't know is that there's some German dudes, bad guys, and they've taken over a seemingly random business building in the middle of what some may say is Los Angeles. <laughs> will, will he be able to save his wife and everyone else? While also one by one killing off all the terrorists and making f- f- lasting lifelong friends with a cop outside and totally <laughs> embarrassing this other asshole cop that thinks that he's the shit, but he's obviously not. And also talk to the FBI. Um, find out. I'm die hard. So. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. The, fir- the first one I pulled up on IMDb just says what Cody said. And that's from uh, V Supercoons because... Hot damn! I'm not even. I'm not even going to try to follow. Yeah, that. <laughs> no, that was very good. Thank you, thank you very much, Cody. Like he, like Cody mentioned, we got Brucey's Willies, friend of the podcast, Brucey's Willies, Bruce Willies on this. We've got Allie Ricks. This is, I guess, we're doing Allie Ricksman's two episodes in a row because we just did um, freaking uh, what? What's it called? Well, that's if the, we do the release order. How we are we chronological? Yeah, we try to be. We've also got uh, Reginald Vell Johnson. Nineties uh, friends remember him as Carl Winslow from Family Matters. Um, yeah, and he basically is just oh, like, man. "Oh, I'm a cop in that. Can I just be a cop in this too?" And they were like, "Do you still have the uniform?" And he's like, "Yeah." So <laughs> it's convenient. Yeah, you know. very convenient. 
Save didn't a even bucks. have to change. Well, okay, because it was your choice, Cody, this week, we always we always like to give the people who choose it a little bit of time. Just just tell tell us tell the beautiful people your childhood experience of this of this movie. What what? Yeah, why'd you choose you it to this film? <laughs> well, I think why I chose it and my childhood experience are different things, but I definitely watched this movie. When did it come out? 88. 88. So I was born in 91. So I saw it, you know, many years after it came out, I'm sure. Um, I actually, yeah, I don't know. I think it's like one of, it's just like one of the adult movies that sticks out from my childhood. I, I don't think I ever watched Die Hard 2, to be honest, but yeah. even more mm-hmm. than Die Hard 1, Die Hard 3 sticks out in my mind because I think I was like truly of age when I saw that one. I don't know if you guys remember that one, but that's with uh, Hans Gruber's brother, who's like, he's got all these like little. You've never seen. Oh my God, you definitely should. Okay. He's got all these little. He's got all these little puzzles that he's sending, and it's in New York. Um, and. I remember that from my childhood uh, sticking out just like as a movie that I remembered very well. And then I've been watching the Harry Potter series recently, which I've been watching in a really weird order. I watched it four. I watched half of four and then I watched five and then I watched six and then I finished four and then I watched seven (laughs) part one, seven part two. And then I'm like, most of the way through number one and I'm, I'm going towards three but anyways alan rickman is that's pretty close to how i watch it too honestly <laughs> alan rickman plays an amazing snape yes. uh, in harry potter and of course i was just like yeah alan rickman's a, a, a such a boss and such a fun actor and then that made me think of die hard and that made me think of die hard three so i watched die hard three like a week ago and then when we were having this conversation, I was like, oh, well, I should probably watch Die Hard 1 again. Yeah, this um, is perfect so timing. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. 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 Wow. That, that's, quite a, that's quite a line to get here. I, that's, well, I thank you to, for that. I wanted to be honest about what's going on. Oh, you mean uh, Harry Potter 4.5 and then 5 and then Was 6. Was it the first half or the second half first? <laughs> first half first, and then we came back okay. to it. Yeah. <laughs> I usually do the second half oh, first. Jesus Christ. <laughs> my all of our what the triwizard cup is so cool i mean the triwizard it, the fourth harry potter book is definitely the best book don't at me um we yeah. all know that it's true um well my my i i was born in 88 so i also did not watch this when it came out but this movie is such like a classic action like american action film that i just feel like mm-hmm. it's always been in my lexicon of you know and it's obviously it's a huge franchise. They they still make them. I think the most recent one came out like two years ago or three years ago or something. Was it with a vengeance? Yeah, something like that. Like Die Hard oh, yeah. with a vengeance, and you got Brucey's Willies, and he's just like, I mean, he's still handsome, I guess. Interesting side note: during COVID nineteen, Bruce Willis is not staying with his current wife. He is quarantining with Demi Moore and their children. Oh wow! Uh, oh, right. Way to dig up some sauce right before we start getting into a critical. <laughs> just a weird like oh, while we movies. were watching because Morgan knew that, what the fuck? Um, and she just was like, "Oh yeah, that's weird." Like while we were watching it, we were like, "This guy's weird," but oh well, it still works. 
Um, so yeah, I don't really have like a childhood memory of this movie other than we always like to watch it around Christmas time because it's one of our favorite Christmas movies. Um, it is a Christmas movie, which I think I, is let's just, let's get it, it out of the way. Most definitely, like, a Christmas my vote's Christmas movie. movie. Yeah, just listen to the soundtrack. Like even in yeah. the action scenes, just, it's like dun 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 dun. The themes. Dun. Yeah. The tape at the end is Christmas themed. Yeah, absolutely. It's Done. it's a Christmas movie, okay? Don't you dare. The most recent Die Hard got, uh, from 2013, A Good Day to Die Hard, got a 15% on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> Yikes. That is a must-watch. Josh, what is your <laughs> what is your childhood relation with this movie? Well... If there is one. So, I... Well, there is. I, I, I'm... You know, same as you, Evan. I was born in 88, and I think... Because I know we've talked about this a lot. I started on action and horror and all that stuff way too young. Mm -hmm. But I think this franchise was a little... I wasn't born at the right time to kind of go with it. Mm. Where Because it came out right when I was born. And then by the time I was old enough to like really like attach to action movies. like There was a lot of other stuff that was kind of like, oh, I want to watch that instead. And... I don't get the feel like I definitely saw it when I was a kid. It was shown to me, but I don't think my dad was steering me towards it. Mm. Um, because I, I remember watching it like somewhat with my family, Whoop. somewhat with my family. I haven't watched it since we watched it for this episode. Like I have not revisited it. Like I've somehow avoided it most of oh, my really? life. And I have never seen any of the sequels. So this is pretty fresh. So, oh, my God. So how many years would you yeah. say it has been since you've, like, 20 years? Oh, my God. Well, it's hard to say because I feel like <laughs> Die Hard is just a movie that, like, shows up in pop culture so yeah, yeah. much that, like, I almost, like, I've seen it referenced enough times I feel like I've seen yeah. it. So I'm not 100% sure, but I get the feeling that I haven't seen it in full since I was probably a teenager like 15 or 16 mm. Mm. okay same probably so this wow okay so you, so you haven't fresh. seen it cody for like 15 years either almost yeah it's been a long time for me for sure okay i don't have so much of a, a like a, a memory attached to the movie but because i have so much family in la like i would go down there and every fucking time we pass that building like my dad would go oh let's go into the diehard building and like we never went in but like i remember i remember driving by it like i think we actually stayed at a hotel across from it and my dad was just making diehard jokes the whole time while staring out the hotel window (laughs) wow very original Uh, shout out to bob i've got attachment to the building shout out to bob (laughs) that's awesome well, this was this movie. I mean, in terms of production back history, I didn't I didn't really find much. It looks like it. I mean, it made money. Box office was 139 million to 140 million, somewhere thereabouts. Um, the budget was relatively small for like a big action movie back then, 25 to 35 million. So it it made its money. Um, probably most noteworthy, it is the breakout role for Alan Rickman. Um, I was gonna ask. Oh, that. really? It's, it's his first movie that he was ever in. So, How old was? No way. Yeah, he was. That was the first movie he was he in. Was the, it was the first movie he's ever done. He was forty-two years old. Oh Wait, my first God. movie like at all? Like at at all? So he had done BBC stuff, 
And when we were when we were looking at this up, because Morgan Morgan always likes to do Morgan's my wife, Cody. Um, Morgan likes okay. to do a little bit of like history, you know, searching on IMDb while we're watching these movies, because um, she's just like an info nerd. Um, and she she was like, well, he'd been in like BBC things for years before that, and I was like, but that doesn't count though. And she was like, that is, I mean, oh, that's man. true. Wow. That changes things because this is this is a he's starring in a major motion yeah. Hollywood movie. Yeah, and he's playing a lead. I mean, yeah, what a premiere, dude! My God. Yeah, I mean, and it's like I an mean, iconic well, I mean, performance. Like all all flaws aside, I mean, his German accent is like utterly insane. <laughs> like it doesn't make any sense why he's they elected him to be the German guy. It just must have been, um, you know, somebody knew him he's, so. He's got kind of, well he's he's got that look. I will say his American accent his American accent rocked ass. That was surprisingly good. Like he was like, yeah, yeah well, you know potato chips. <laughs> <laughs> it's like I was like for sure dude, you would have you would have tricked me too. Tricked my ass in a second. Yeah. Oh my he did God. a really good job with that part. Like su- surprisingly well, good job. I, yeah, I have a lot to say when we get to that. When we get to that part. Yeah. Of this. Well, we're it's we're almost there. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't, like. I said I don't. I don't really know what what else there is in terms of uh, backstory to this movie. I'm just looking it up real quick. Rotten Tomatoes. We I mean, do have Bruce... a 93. Um, percent So it's it's considered a classic. Earned. You know. Yeah, well deserved. And Br- Bruce Willis was already established by that time, right? Because he had done uh, Pulp Fiction um, at least. He... Wait, no. I think Pulp Fiction came out later. Oh my God! That was the '90s. Yeah, Pulp right. Fiction came out later, but he had already—I believe he had already done *Death Becomes Her*, um, which was another movie. <laughs> that movie <laughs> has no correlation between his character. No, he this. never mind. That was afterwards. So that was '92. So *Die Hard*. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, he hadn't really done. He'd been in like TV. He was in *Miami Vice*. He was wow. in *Twilight Zone*. But yeah, I, guess, I mean, I will say this. He had his first solo album came out in 1987. Oh, Bruce Willis, respect yourself. It's called Bruce Willis: The Return of Bruno. Oh, the return! Yes, the return of Bruno. Wait, are you guys not making no, jokes? This is, is this a like a real thing? thing? <laughs> what the fuck? Bruce Willis had an album. Oh my god! Yep. I don't believe this. And it's Hold apparently on. he had a movie. Is as it on well. iTunes? It's on IMDb. Don't play it. We'll t- we'll definitely get copyright strike for that. <laughs> oh gosh. Well, anyway, um, that's that's it. That's enough for backstory. We're gonna take a short break, and we'll be right back with our current opinions of Die Hard in just a second. Hey y'all! Season three is here, and we are extremely proud to now be sponsored by Audible. Audible is the leading platform for audiobooks. If you're listening to this podcast, we know you love having entertainment shoved into your ear holes. And Audible has a nearly endless catalog, including podcasts, theatrical performances, comedy, and Audible originals you won't hear anywhere else. Download Audible on the platform of your choice to listen to titles on or offline. You can even listen on one device and resume listening on another device at the exact same spot. Want to listen to the audiobook of Matilda by Roald Dahl, featured on episode 36? 
Of course you do. Then visit audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for a free trial. You'll be supporting the show and getting your nostalgia fix. Once again, that's audible.com slash tapes, tapes, tapes for your first free audiobook. Thanks, loyal listeners. All right, now let's get back to the show. I certainly feel like completely confused. <laughs> I know. Where okay, are we? We're, we're back. That's what's happening. We're back. <laughs> All right. For everybody listening, don't Google Bruce Willis or you will find yourself in a mind trap. <laughs> yeah. Just listen to our podcast oh, episode about Bruce Willis and Die Hard and everything. Yeah, will be you don't okay. need to search any further. We just spent the last 48 minutes in a... <laughs> and a Bruce Willis keyhole. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, who who should start? Who should start with their initial impressions of this movie? Mm, popcorn. We should probably have code. Let's have code okay. start. Code. I'm I'm trying really hard to not give you flippant nicknames. So I just why because because I don't know if you're like I fucking hate being called Codester Roadster and Code Red and all that shit. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't really hate that many things, except for when people are, like, cruel to other people. That, you know what? Oh, Applause. Man. That's wonderful. God, I love this guy. <laughs> Miss you, yeah. guy. Miss you, too. And, you know, we need more people like you. Yes, God. So you can say that one more time. Um, <laughs> okay, Die Hard, 1988. <laughs> um, yeah, what did you think of it on this rewatch after, a, like, a decade know, and a half? I mean, I think it certainly like exists in a different era, um, uh, but I think ultimately it's a it's a fun movie to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, it's action packed. Uh, it's funny. It's got some memorable lines. There's big explosions. It's the kind of thing that's like it's an easy watch. It doesn't really. It's not really challenging you, <laughs> and I think I think that's okay. You yeah. Know? Um, and uh i think it was it's just like it's very like uncomplicated but it's suspenseful and it's uh it's gritty um and i i, I think it's good i honestly think it, it is exactly what it should be you know yeah well thanks everybody for listening to this episode of tapes tapes tape <laughs> <laughs> is that just yeah, that's all it. The i mean that, 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 that sums it up pretty well like that that's been my experience with this movie after watching it semi-regularly with Morgan every year is like it's fun there's there's so many little fun moments I mean of course there's like the yippee kaye motherfucker like there's so many little good lines in in the movie that it's kind of hard to count them all um and so many funny like almost bizarre moments like when he's on the plane I don't know why this is sticking out to me but when he's on the plane and the guy next to him is like he's afraid of flying huh Here's what you gotta do. You gotta yeah. go home. You gotta take your <laughs> shoes off and make There's a lot like, of lines make balls in the carpet with your feet. And then, like for whatever, like that's how you get Bruce Willis to be barefoot in this whole movie. Is that he right, like, takes right, off his shoes? Right. So stupid. <laughs> I think 
I don't know. I think that okay. I will wait. I mean, I I didn't. I don't know if it's stupid or not stupid. It just was kind of like okay. Well, I guess that's no. It's just it's stupid in the way that like movies in general are kind of stupid. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> this is we got it. Like we really want we really want Bruce Willis to not be wearing shoes. So let's find a try to find something that feels like real. Yeah, like we have know? to watch. We have to have Bruce Willis like yeah. wearing a a a white like tank top. I know you get that fucking shot of him just like looking so clean in his fucking tank top you're like well that tank top's not gonna be clean for so long i bet <laughs> yeah so it's it's a fun i mean it's sexy you got brucey willies in his prime running around literally um killing german dude like creepy looking blonde german dudes which is always a fun time um so <laughs> especially if it's the late 80s yeah the late we this was also a thing in lethal weapon right josh like we cody we we did all four lethal weapon movies we did like a series of them and oh, the wow. first yeah, it's, it's a it. traumatic experience and i'm gonna bring it up because i like pain um, the first two movies like that was like a thing like that seemed like a theme like blonde creepy white dudes with weird accents like Let's just gun them down. <laughs> For whatever reason, that was I really mean, satisfying in the 80s. I think that's good. You know, I feel like, uh, the, like you know, there's worse people to villainize in this world. I guess. There, oh, yeah, you, German people. <laughs> yeah, to kind of like, to put it on, on you know, like a group of people based on how they look. Like, I'm, I'm very fine yeah. with that. So, Josh, what did, what did you think? Well, I had I had a fucking blast watching yeah. this movie. Hey, First good. off, I, I I had to watch it in four parts because I kept trying to watch it like on like the main TV in in, in our living room, but we would start it at like eleven o'clock and then get sleepy. So <laughs> we had we kind of did that like four or five times. Well, I don't know. We had like a long day or something. It's like let's do Die Hard, and then we would get a half yeah. hour in, be like, okay, let's finish the rest tomorrow. So this was very chopped up. You guys are like a pretty sleepy couple in general. When the TV turns on, it, it's pretty much sleep oh. time. Like, and we've 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 got a big couch. Uh, it's built out of pa- like wooden pallets, and we put like foam on it. So it like you can sleep two people on it easily. Oh, that's oh, okay. That's nice. So you're laying down when you're watching. Yeah, that's that's your first. Yeah, mistake. you're laying down. It's just tough. Yeah. Yeah. So, that couch. Your couch is a glorified bed, basically. Well, that's that's really yeah. interesting. I mean, we we watched it just straight through, but um, yeah, I I really loved it. One one notable part that I I got Morgan's permission to uh, to say that she said this out loud was like going back to the state of undress of Bruce Willis. You know, he starts out all clean and he's wearing the white tank top, and then like he gets dirty and bloody, and then like. There's a part where he he gets rid of the tank top. We don't even remember why. And while we were watching the movie, Morgan just shouted at the screen, "Take your pants off! Let's see it. We just want to see it all." Yeah, it's the '90s. It's like the, you know the women always get naked, but at least he gets some dude putt butt in <laughs> yeah. like the in the movie. We, we didn't, didn't get, get dude butt. It was really disappointing. <laughs> he really is foxy though i you know i think oh even God, though we didn't get that i thought that it was it was funny to see that dude doing coke so early in the movie oh yeah the guy with the big beard who like tried to talk his way out of the whole situation yeah yeah that felt surprising to me i feel like you don't see a lot of it was like so casual and it was like just made me think of like 
our parents being in the theater yeah. being like, ha, ha, ha. Well, it wasn't really a naughty thing. It's just like, oh, oh yeah. That's you just think what that happens. was for their generation to be like, hey, hey, adults. Remember? I don't know. I mean, I feel like I do feel like all of our parents did cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure uh, they did. That and it, it, it's already like kind of building itself as kind of a Wall Street esque building, so it just kind of fits in neatly. Like, oh, we got to have somebody that's kind of like, you know, wearing the suspenders and doing. Yeah, coke. sure. Uh-huh. Yeah, you've got his, his characters kind of like um, Wolf of Wall Street, like wannabe kind of. Although that movie came out way later. I'm sure there's a more, like... <laughs> it was trying to be Wolf of Wall Street before Wolf of Wall Street. <laughs> it was trying to be just like it. Um, I, no, this, it dude, I this, do want to say, know, though, Cody, that was a very funny comment you made when you were describing the movie initially, when you were like, and where Bruce Willis befriends a cop outside for no reason. <laughs> like, he just becomes best friends with Reginald Vell Johnson. <laughs> that part was so oh, strange. Oh, man. No, it's all just like so heightened, you know. It's like the F- the cop that's like, "This is my crime scene," and then the FBI agents that are like, "Remember Nom?" And it's just like so silly. Oh, and you had the guy Look. from um, the Breakfast Club was the other was yeah. the asshole cop, uh, Paul Paul oh, Gleason, the, I think is his name. Yeah, the principal. When I watched this, I was incredibly forgiving on it for pretty. Mu- I mean, because this is this is a very by the books action movie where you're gonna have. All the lines are going to be very, like, sent up, and you have to have all the kind of cliches happen. But I don't know, for, like, a generalized popcorn action movie, when I was watching this, and keep in mind, I haven't seen this in forever, I was generally impressed by a lot of the choices that they made in this movie. Like, even the thing in the beginning about the uh, the shoes and how to get his shoes off, I'm like... At least they I don't know, I see movies where they... They do less. They either just like take your shoes off <laughs> or some shit like that. But honestly, I, it's true. But I was, I was, I was, I was the most taken back by this movie by um, just the relationship in an action movie between kind of like the villain and the action hero, which was you know Bruce and Alan yeah. Rickman, because they had scenes. Yeah, that's true. Like, that scene where they meet and Alan Rickman, like, decides in the moment that he's going to pretend to be, like, a, a a civilian. Like, that was a, that was a fucking, like, that was, wonderful scene. That was low-key kind of brilliant. Like, I, I mean, what other action movie has ever tried to do something like that? It's so suspenseful. Yeah. It's like, I was watching going like, this is so I mean, the, juicy. Like, I don't give a shit about the The deception explosion. doesn't last for very long, but it definitely does pay off really well. I mean, yeah, it's, very, I it's it, a weird thing to do to the audience, too, because the audience, like, the audience knows. One thing that stuck out to me was, like, I feel like Bruce Willis went pretty quickly from, like, think, think, oh, my God, what do I do to, like, I am problem-solving man <laughs> that, like, can squeeze through tiny corridors. <laughs> like, there was, like, I mean, they definitely did. Yeah. They tried to, like, build in him having, like, self-doubt. And I guess it's just, like, you know, you get a burst of confidence or whatever. But I was, I I, tr- I just, like, found myself noticing him being, like, think, what do I do? What do I do? And then the rest of it being, like, I'm a tactical genius. That's true. Cody, I would... I would usually, like, agree with you and, like, you know, it's kind of hokey how he got there, but I was so, to coin the phrase that we use on the show, so nostalgia-boned. 
uh, <laughs> that I uh, that it's essentially that we we coin it as nostalgia bone, the little bone inside your body that when it's hit, it releases nostalgia into you. Mm. It's like a uh, trigger, that, like nostalgia. So you were you were in a blissful state of nostalgia, baby. Oh my god! Uh, yes, and I. I completely forgave all the choices of like, how do that we get from Bruce hanging outside of a window to breaking the glass open to using his gun to hold himself an elevator vent? Like, I bought it all. Yeah. It so funny. No, I, I, yeah, I didn't. I think I suspended my. I had the suspension of disbelief too. Okay. Any other any other favorite parts before we we wrap this belch up? Hmm. I mean, I, yeah, I guess just like another shout out to his American accent, I thought was very funny. <laughs> I, it was my favorite part of the yeah. movie was him pretending to be an American. That was oh really God. good. Would Would you like us? Do you smoke? Oh, thank you. <laughs> it was like something so. It's like, weird. well, yes, of course, I'd smoke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, that must have been such a weird thing for him to be like. All right, I'm in. I'm an Englishman and I'm being a German guy imitating an American. Like, I don't know what he, he must have done some mental arithmetics to, to kind of get himself there. Um, small detail, but something that I, I appreciated because it never happens in these kinds of movies. Uh, the ex-wife was aged appropriately. It wasn't like a little girl. You know, yeah. like it wasn't like somebody who was way too young for for Brucey's Willies. You know, I mean, that's like a classic ex-wife thing. I feel like I just I feel like the love interest in a lot of action movies. It's always somebody who's you know yeah. disturbingly young or something. I mean, I guess in this she did have to be a mom of two. So right, the, but but still to have the love interest like be proportionate and also to have her be yeah, just kind of like a normal looking person. I don't know. Yeah. That was, was kind of I will nice. say, I don't think there was like a, I don't really think this movie passed the Bechtel test. Oh, really? <laughs> no, of course, absolutely not. No, I mean. Was any, any fucking movie from the 80s or 90s? That, it would be interesting to look. I don't think that any of our, the movies that we've done for this podcast, even like attempt the Bechtel test, much less like actually pass it. This podcast is largely us rediscovering that our childhood was mostly just, you know, explosions and white yes. men thinking they're the center of the universe. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> all of us. It's a good foundation for, for us. <laughs> um, all right, friends. I think it's about that time to give 1988's Die Hard a rating. Cody, we're going to go with you first. Do you give Die Hard be kind and rewind or eject and reject? Baby. I would give Die Hard 1998 featuring Bruce Willis and a few other people the <laughs> Be Kind and Rewind Award. <laughs> nice. Wonderful. All right. Alan Rickman didn't even get to mention that one. He got top billing. Well, he I got don't top know billing the rest, like, a lot of other people's names. So. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's fair. All right. And what about All right. you guys? That's simple. Josh, what do you think? Oh, Be Kind and Rewind. Easy. Uh, it, it, I, I think it's it, when you have to like imagine the like the structure and kind of like the like everything that kind of comes with making an action movie. Like it just, I think it boils down to a movie like this. It's not going to be good, like a, a great film that you're going to learn things 
but it's fucking fun. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. yeah I, I would also give it a be kind of rewind. I mean, I, I think that th- there's a reason that it's a big franchise. There's a reason that Brucey's Willies keeps on getting that paycheck. Um, you know, it's, it's in all of our minds. I feel like it, it sort of set the tone for like skyscraper action movies yeah, like The Rock taking over the fran- like the whole action. Yeah, it kind of it like movie laid kind down of the like blueprint this. for for The Rock to kind of do some of his things and um Yeah. I don't think that it's necessarily the best action movie that we've watched on the podcast, but it definitely has um a staying power that that really can't be can't be reckoned with. Um feels very nostalgic. Yeah, it's it's very yeah. 90, like it's very late 80s, early 90s, like it it captures that feeling really well, and it also is a uh, an action movie from the late '80s that uh, isn't overtly misogynistic, and like it's just like it it kind of escapes a lot of that stuff that's so popular in that time. So at least there, at least it's not. That. Yeah, it, it's. I mean, like we've already mentioned, like it isn't particularly progressive, but it doesn't have like no. actively, you know. No, it's not even. No, it, try. and it it doesn't have women who are being like. There's violence that's being. You know, there's no cruelty in in that regard. It's you know, there. It's cruel in the way that it, like people are punching up. Like you've you've got people that are against the Aryan race, basically. <laughs> and right. I think that's a sentiment that we Damn can it. all get behind. <laughs> <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> um, yeah. Cody, one thing that we always like to do is. If people have, like, do you have a recommendation? If somebody wasn't going to watch Die Hard, or, or maybe in this case, like, if they did watch Die Hard, what else should they watch? Uh, what else should they watch? My God. I would say that uh, everyone should watch uh, I May Destroy You. Uh, HBO, beautiful show. My word. Very What's it intense, called? Very... I made this for you? I May Destroy You. Mm-hmm. I May Destroy oh, You. I've never even heard of that. Yeah. I've heard of it. Yeah, it's it's made by um, don't know anything else besides really it. talented lady. I think created wrote uh, Michaela Cole. Of it. Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, it's yeah, we got really, a ninety-seven percent on Rotten Tomatoes. It's yeah, it's beautiful. It's really intense. It has a lot of it like deals with a lot of like trauma, sexual trauma stuff. Um, but I found it to be really like powerful and uh, fun. Not fun, but like. Um, really just like worth watching oh okay well that that's like a very genuine suggestion <laughs> that makes me feel terrible but i was about to be like well if you want to watch a good action movie from the 90s you should watch speed with keanu reeves <laughs> and sandra bullock how many times can we suggest speed cody thanks again for coming on this episode of tapes 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 um we really do appreciate it do you have anything that you want to that you want to plug oh my word i mean you know gosh uh donate money to good organizations yes (laughs) um and i guess if i was personally plugging myself um yeah i'm on like social media on instagram and stuff i host uh cooking shows for comedy central and make like silly videos on the internet you can find me there yes What's your handle? Oh, my personal handle is at Cody Reese uh, on Instagram and then at Cozy Reese on Twitter, TikTok, my word, you know, all those things. <laughs> and that's R E I S S, correct? 
Yes, C O D Y R E I S S. Yes, That's please right. give Cody. Oh, Cody, go ahead. No, uh, Cody, you might not know this. Uh, you wouldn't know this, but there's an old ass story that's saved on your uh, Instagram. That's how to make like uh, like a like pasta, and it, it, where it's like you're using tomatoes and just celery and salt and peppers. Yeah. And I have used that recipe like 50 times. Oh, really? That's, that was like one of the first things yeah, I ever made on I, Instagram. I know. And I use, I, I, I scroll back through there to find it because, uh, uh, <laughs> I, should re- I mean, Cody's, Cody's a good food boy, but I love it. I I've should rewatch that. that. Yeah, that was like literally hand. before I knew how to eat. That was like, I had had Instagram for like two days in 2017 and I made that. That's so funny. <laughs> That's so awesome. <laughs> Well, that's really cool. Well, yeah, check him out. Um, I I have I can definitely vouch for for Cody. I did do a little bit of pre-stalking. If you're uh, if you're for those Bon Appetit fans out there, I, I think that's the first thing that I remember is you doing it. We, we 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 vet all of our guests and their social. You doing videos. something with, with uh, Bradley Oni with like noodle soup, right? Uh, ramen. Yeah, we made ramen. For yeah, his ramen last meal. That's yeah. so awesome. <laughs> the now yeah, defunct, no, the now defunct Bon Appetit. <laughs> oh yeah, well Brad is a sweetheart. He's yeah, a he's dude. he's a really good guy. From what it seems like, I've never seen him, um, but he does kind of look like me and my brother-in-law if we had a child together. So that's really strange. <laughs> well, I will <laughs> let him know. <laughs> And let your brother-in-law know too. Oh I'll let your brother-in-law know too. Thank you. Thank you for taking on all of those action items. All right. Yes, Cody, my to-do list. Thanks again, Josh. Oh, uh, everybody listening, thank you again for listening to this. Dude, we really are getting the training wheels on how to do this podcast again. You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Give us a follow. Give us a review. You know what to do. Subscribe to us. Tell your friends. It's going to make their day to hear Cody Reese fucking talking on the podcast. (laughs) Josh. Sing them out. That's all I got this time. That's great. <laughs> no worries. Amazing. Thanks. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye.